Hello, and welcome to Leading Inspired Learning, a Strive podcast. Okay, welcome. Uh, my name is Allie Scott. I'm the manager of Strive, and I will be your host for today's episode. Um, today, we have a very full table, and even so, we're missing a couple. Um, but we're going to go around and have everyone introduce themselves. We have the incredible LCCN Marketing Committee here today, and we are going to talk about our new and exciting campaign, Little Moments Big Impact. Go first, Julie. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Allie. Very excited to be here. My name is Julie Keynes, and I am the program manager of Community Home Child Care, which is a program within London Children's Connection. Thanks. My name. Our regular over here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm Kathy Harris, and I work for London Bridge Child Care Services. I'm the center director of the Huron Heights location. Thanks. And I am Nicole Blanchette. I'm the executive director of La Ribambelle. We provide French childcare services in London and Sarnia, and we also operate an Oniva center. And you're also the co-chair. And I am the co-chair of the marketing <laughs> committee. Thank you and for LCCN. reminding me. Of LCCN. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, the co-chair, yes. Thanks. Joe. Uh, good morning. Uh, my name is Joe Windsor. I'm the manager of social services for the county of Middlesex. Thanks, Joe. Hi there, Jennifer Smith. I work with the City of London and the Child Care and Early Years Division. I have the pleasure of working with this delightful group that just uh, teaches me everything. I don't have to do anything here. It's wonderful. <laughs> no, we value you, Jen. Um, we are missing Barb Jackson, a professor at Fanshawe College, who has been on this committee for many, many years. She's a former co-chair of LCCN. So Barb, you're missed this morning, as well as Diane Gordon. Diane Gordon is the executive director of White Hills, and she is also the other co-chair of LCCN, and she couldn't be with us um, today either. So they are missed, and I hope um, we we do them (laughs) well in speaking (laughs) on all this with all of us without their voices. But um, yeah, so a little bit of history. Let's go back in time first. Um, this is, I actually was just informed, this is our third, LCCN's third campaign. Nicole, do you want to talk a little bit about, I don't I remember that first campaign at all. Yeah, so uh, the first campaign, I was actually trying to remember the date, like what when it was, I would say maybe 2015, 2016 probably. Um, at the time, what, we've, uh, what we needed to do was to, uh, we thought that parents needed to, um, uh, see the difference between licensed childcare and unlicensed childcare. And to us, it was a priority to, I don't want to say educate, but to inform parents. Right. So at the time, what we had done is uh, we had worked on a brochure that was distributed to uh, in all the childcare centers and libraries and stuff. So uh, for parents to really understand what licensed childcare was. Right. Um, so that was uh, the first campaign. Which makes sense because I never understood why our handle on social media was choosing childcare. Choosing childcare. Now it makes sense to me that yeah. this was the first campaign. Yeah, and it was all about uh, the requirements from the ministries, right? right? That, that were under uh, the Ministry of Education and licensed childcare and home childcare mm-hmm. centers are when they're licensed obviously um, so that was an interesting thing to yeah. do um, and then uh, yeah so that was the first campaign and was that part of 
like LCCN's marketing committee at the time? Yeah, it was actually called Partners okay. at the time, and it was the marketing uh, committee. Okay. Uh, it's just uh, after a few years, uh, Partners decided to change its name and right. uh, to have uh, um, create like a, a network name instead of just partners. Makes and sense. that's when we created LCCN. Yeah. Well, changed partners yeah. into LCCN and changed the logo, the name, and the website. Exciting. And then the marketing committee remained in existence after Yeah, that because initial. the same, the same, same people, people remained. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, pretty much the same, uh, the same group of people remained. And uh, so I think back in 2017, 2018, we, uh, under the LCCN yep. uh, uh, logo, we, um, we started to think about um, that we needed to enhance the, the perception right. of early years, uh, like the profession yeah. as an educator. So that's when we started to think, okay, what should we do? Yes. And um, that's how we approach, that's when we approached the city and, yeah. and discussed with them, you know, is there a possibility to get some financing again yeah. to promote the profession? Yeah. That's how it's And then Unsung Heroes was born. Yes, mm. and just by the title, you can tell Unsung yep. Heroes was about to bring up to the surface all the incredible work that educators do and uh, to really uh, uh, demystify the perception of the profession yeah. and to bring it uh, to the uh, forefront to make sure that uh, people understood exactly what the pr profession was. Mm -hmm. So Unsung Heroes in and of itself was a big journey. I was bits and part a piece of a part of that um, the committee at the time. There wasn't an existing pot of funding at the time. We put in a, an, I think it was an RFP process, and we LCCN came together and put in a request for some funding. And we really, I remember the committee had a really strong vision for kind of a short commercial-like video that hit at the heart, um, and. We worked with um, At Home, we worked with uh, a marketing company local here in London and did that. We created a website. It was, it's a beautiful video. It really mm -hmm. is. Oh. It still is. It still it, is. It still is. It still mm -hmm. is. And it took a while to get there. It did. Yeah. Like you said, it was quite a journey, Kathy. You remember <laughs> that, right? Yeah, and I, I think that we we encountered a lot of the same struggles this time round, just from the standpoint of um, there there is this narrative around childcare that we had to convince the agencies of. I, I feel as though they were almost trying to convince us of what this campaign should look like, and we had a vision and um, and. I think what's so beautiful about this LCCN group is zero competition yeah. Yeah. because we've got this community of childcare providers and we just have each other's backs and we're on the same page and we have these individuals from different organizations coming together with the same message, with the same um, intention yes. and um, and we we had to advocate hard we knew we knew what this needed to look like and we also knew what it shouldn't look like and um and i think that 
one of the beautiful things that happened is, is that group became really tight, yeah. which was really nice. And and this gorgeous campaign, that was award-winning. And yes. we like to take some credit for that. We yes. joke all the time. <laughs> oh, yes. Maybe it's our award. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a struggle. It Just was. a lot of outdated, unhelpful narratives around childcare. Yeah. And we trusted each other. Yeah. And we were on the, all on the same page. We all had the same vision yeah. about uh, the narrative, like you said. Yeah. Because the, 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 the Unsung Hero campaign, yeah. originally what was proposed to us as a campaign mm. was oh. completely mm. different than the outcome. Yeah. I remember some of those first initial like renderings they provided, and it was like the plastic ring toy, and that was gonna. And I was, we were just like, no. Are, have you not been hearing us this whole yeah. time? Yeah. What I really loved about the campaign too um, was we mentioned everyone really kind of came together and were like-minded, but we used real life educators. Yes. You know, we went to some beautiful uh, centers, some beautiful programs, saw educators interacting in just a natural and beautiful way with the children. And so it was so authentic. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's really what, what led to a lot of its success Yeah, because well. there was discussion about using actors at yeah, the beginning absolutely. of that absolutely. campaign. Mm -hmm. And we pushed back on that and said, no, we want to, we want this to be ours and show that this is, this is London Middlesex. Yeah, there was even an entire shooting done. Yeah, shoot. Shoot, sorry. <laughs> you know how no much I messed in that up no all the time, right? In the process of this. Game. I know, that's my French side. I just get mixed up with some words still, still to this day, even if I've been here for like 21 years. Um, we had to have it redone. We said, we're not we're not accepting this. Yes. No, and we knew that it was going to cost us, but we knew the cost would be greater if we didn't, yeah. if we didn't push back a little bit. And how many times we had to say that children are not empty vessels that need us. No, we're gonna learn a lot from these children from in this process. Children, yeah. and, and educators aren't just teachers filling these children up with knowledge, but they come fully prepared for life and ready to learn. And um, we, our primary job is to be a thinker yeah. alongside children, not teaching. And, and one of the, one of the visuals was uh, an educator standing oh, yes. with, like standing up over top of a child with hands on the hip in yeah. like a hero pose. So we understood where with they were the coming cape, from. Right? Yep. Yes, but it really, it felt so power over yes. and took the power away from the child, which is exactly what we want to flip right to view these children as as powerful children and um, and super capable and and not um, glorifying this this teacher role of like filling children down. yes yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. yeah well the result is absolutely stunning we we still love the video a lot of the mm -hmm. testimonial videos mm -hmm. that I were captured mm -hmm. it, yeah and it was at center like julie said right here in london to the photography mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. the video shoots they're children that were really in our programs, educators who really work in our programs. And it was just, yeah, absolutely stunning was the result. Authenticity so, is so important with this work. Yeah, so Even the storyline, they had put together a yeah. storyline that was really good, like a really good base, but we yeah. added to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what came out at the end. So we learned a lot. We did. Oh, we did. <laughs> we did. Yeah. And here we are again in 20, now it's 2024, mm -hmm. launching our a technically third campaign, yeah. Little Moments Big Impact. So this campaign, we didn't uh, request additional funding. So I'm, I'm looking over to Joe and Jen <laughs> to talk about 
how the very complicated funding streams that began with Quelk and that 2022 time, how that kind of downloaded and resulted in some funding to, to reignite this campaign. Yeah, so this funding um, actually I think came out around the same time the Quelk yeah. came, so it, it's not directly related to Quelk, but mm-hmm. I think the province understood and realized that there is a need to improve on the retention and the recruitment of early childhood educators. Right. Um, you know, definitely the, the, the Quelk and the cost of childcare is a great thing to, to do, but yeah. to be able to expand the licensed childcare centers within London Middlesex, you need the educators to go along with that. Exactly. And to have uh, the educators feel valued and, and understood that, you know, the, the work that they do on a day-to-day basis is being seen, is being heard by the province and by the uh, not only the parents, but the, the community as, yeah. as a whole. So, yeah, the funding was provided for exactly that, yeah. to, to look at the retention and the recruitment in the different communities. So, uh, you know, London Middlesex was provided a pot of money yeah. and each other community was, and other communities did different things and partnered together. London Middlesex, we obviously partnered yeah. together to, to create this current uh, Little Moments Big Impacts uh, campaign. So, I, I mean, yeah. for myself, I, I've only kind of been in the childcare world now for about well, three, four years, I guess, and I learned so much about what each of the educators do and you know from going from being a a past view (laughs) of my own is you know uh having being babysitting like you know childcare babysitting it's just here that's where your kids go then it turned into daycare and now it's in more of that world of the childcare and the the pedagogy and the play-based learning and all those pieces that i don't think uh the general public knows what really goes on on a day-to-day basis and the learnings that, that, that do happen. And, you know, for myself, just all that learning, I guess, mm-hmm. too, has been amazing. Like, to, to visit the childcare centers, to yeah. see that, that what's going on. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that the province has recognized it and provided this funding to be able to do that so that we can do a campaign along this to share and celebrate the work that each of the different uh, uh, educators are doing. So. And I think that's one of the most um, important reasons why we need to have uh, people from the city at the table. Um, And and you guys were such an integral part of this process. And and we know that that is going to be the best way for you to advocate for us, to really fully know the work that we're doing. And and I certainly got a sense of that during this whole process, um, how much you backed us in that and supported us through that process. That was so helpful. Now, this doesn't go without saying, but with all of the funding, because this was just one of the many pots of funding that existed, this committee did think really critically about it because yes everything you said is true joe we need to show the world just how important this work is but how can we do that and in the same vein know that our educators are underappreciated undervalued underpaid frankly so we did have those discussions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. around the table of you know how do we how do we ensure that this message comes across while still advocating for all of those things Mm -hmm. we're not trying to gloss over in this campaign the fact that educators are working so hard so hard and it's hard work Mm -hmm. every single day it's hard work Mm -hmm. 
So we don't want to, you know, say it's all sunshine and roses and recruit mm. people to a profession without giving an accurate picture. And still, it's it's very it's a complex. It's, well, and let's go back to why this yeah. was even necessary in the first place. Certainly, um, elevating the the status of educator has always been uh, necessary but this goes back to full day kindergarten right yeah. like this goes back to full day kindergarten and so what was that 2010 I believe yeah. and so um, the government saw what that decision did to the earlier sector and I I think that educators are needed in those kindergarten classrooms oh, for sure. absolutely but it, it just caused this huge disparity to your system oh my goodness between the, the the educators in the school system and the educators in childcare, and yeah. and some of my best friends are those educators in, in the school system and and it's it's hard work sure. it's hard work for them as well but the difference is upwards of $10 an hour. That's huge. That's huge. And so the government had to step up. Yeah. They had a responsibility to step up and start to mend this, this work. Yes, absolutely. And in our case, it was what can we control? We have right. no control over salaries. Uh, we see passionate people working every day because it's also rewarding. And when it was time to create the campaign, we approached some educators who were delighted to be sharing, to share with, with people, you know, what they love about their work and how, um, you know, like I said, gratifying it is. Yeah. And that's what we thought. We thought let's let's just work around what we can control. Everything else will come because LCCN and many other groups and associations do a lot of advocacy yeah. and continue to do so and it pays off we see we see we results yeah. we see announcements we still haven't seen uh, the money yet but uh, it is it's been announced so it's, it's coming uh, and I think it is important to note that LCCN does have an advocacy subcommittee as well yes so while we're working on the marketing side of things and having these debates and conversations amongst our table about the intentionality of this the advocacy committee and lccn as a whole is continuing to work on advocating for the things we know to be true in this profession yeah and even lccn as, as co-chairs because we're part of this group we're invited uh, to join, we were invited to join the uh, Ministry of Education's uh, advisory committee regarding the financing of childcare and also. Um, You've been buddy buddy with which is, uh, with yeah, some politicians in the neighborhood <laughs> sometimes, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> it's been helpful. Yeah. To have a, a direct uh, contact with some politicians mm -hmm. and and have a clear one-on-one -on -one discussion yeah it's been a great opportunity and you know I think it's a, a really important opportunity for educators to be aware that we have strong voices coming from London and Middlesex oh, yeah. County at the table that have had the ear of some politicians and I, I I think you're speaking specifically to what's happening within London which is probably duplicating a lot of things that are happening in other communities within yes. in the province we are not unique however we have some unique situations and I think it's really uh, valuable for people to know that uh, their voices are being heard. Yeah, yeah. that's a good mm. point. Definitely. And I think it's important to acknowledge the, the people, not just the people sitting around this table, but the organizations that support us to be here. Yes. Mm. Um, this work happens on the backs 
of the organizations. Yeah. I I am in ratio today, and um, and here I am. I've pulled myself away. And so this my work. This isn't my work, but it's my work. We all have a responsibility to give back to the field, but um, you know it does happen where you know I. You know, we saw you, Nicole, having to do so much um, um, translating, and yes. this is happening on Saturdays, on Sundays. This this work is our our jobs. We have continue. jobs. <laughs> our jobs. This, this is, is not, not our, our job. this is not our paid job. No. This is this is on the on the on the backs of our organizations, yes. and so we're we're very fortunate to have organizations that support us yes. to do that. In in saying that my job still needs to get done, mm -hmm. right? And so I am working evenings, I am working weekends to be able to to be able to be give back and then also see the successful running of the site that I'm in that has 27 educators yeah. and 130 children. Like it's, yeah. big work. it's big work. It's really big yeah. work. It is yeah. important, I think, Kathy, too, and, and just for you know transparency's sake, the funding that we received, every dollar of it went to the campaign. Oh, yeah. Not one dollar went to any of us sitting around no. this table. No. It All of it went into this campaign. Um, and so really it is a partnership between our organizations, the municipality downloaded from the, the government, to say, hey, we're going to allow Julie and Kathy and Nicole to have you know, whatever hours needed to contribute to this community committee mm -hmm. And, and reciprocating what the government is putting forward for the actual campaign. So I think that's important to note that, you know, we this is on top of full-time and then some jobs. Which is the nature of childcare. Which is the, the nature, nature of the work that educators do. It is. You know, it just, it just is. Yeah. 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 And what I really like about this campaign as well as the Unsung Hero campaign is that it was a bilingual campaign yes. originally. Uh, first time we had a bilingual website, everything was uh, was bilingual, French and English, and this time we've included the First Nation uh, people, which is uh, extremely important, so uh, you will see uh, video clips or, do you call them video clips, I guess, when yeah. they're on TikTok, yeah. you know, of Indigenous yeah. uh, child care centre, French child care centre and English ones, yeah. so which is... And county. And county. Mm -hmm. So it represents us all, yeah. and it was extremely important to us. Yeah, we yeah. tried very, very hard um, this time around to be as truly representative of the community that we serve mm -hmm. as we possibly can. Now, you know, we probably didn't hit the nail on the head every single time, um, but we tried as, as hard as we could. Um, so we, we did, so about a little bit about this campaign, we did four uh, video shoots at four centers across London Middlesex. The very first one was at Kids Co out in Kamoka. So we wanted to ensure that Middlesex County was represented and part of uh, this committee and this campaign, having Joe around the table, always keeping in our mind and the county and the county and the <laughs> county. Um, you know, there are things that we need to consider unique um, yeah. to Middlesex. To Middlesex, for yeah. sure. So, you know, the bus shelters is one of them. Yeah, really appreciate all that you guys do for the county and support. And you're absolutely right. When it comes to the marketing, it, yeah. it has to look a little different than mm -hmm. what Adapted. it does in the city, right? So um, I appreciate that, you know, all the strives <laughs> that you guys have done to 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 include uh, the county as much as possible so and i'm looking forward to i know we're going to be talking with the school boards yeah. and trying to work with the councillors the uh, 
the high school counselors yeah. to try to promote it within you know not only Middlesex County but we're going to be working with the city of London count uh, uh, high school counselors yeah. as well so you know yes things looked a little different in the county so yeah. I really appreciate that you guys uh, made the effort and, and worked with us on that so yeah absolutely so Middlesex will see um, posters yes lots and lots of posters mm -hmm. um, we plan to execute that by putting them in libraries in schools in community centers all those types of places to to ensure that this campaign is equally as visible across Middlesex County as it is um, in London which is great the uh, Indigenous side of things, we, we worked really hard to um, partner with Inchwashnagong, the child care centre here that opened it, which wasn't open when we did the last campaign. Mm -hmm. um, so we did film, that was one of our video locations. The educators and children there were absolutely incredible. Um, and we have some beautiful, beautiful shots. My very favorite one, I think, the children laughing on the, on the teeter-totter. And the music. Oh, my God, and the music. Oh, the so music just gets to me each time. Shout out to Liam Sands. He's an educator at Inchwashtangong. He came in and recorded um, some vocals and drumming to be used along with the video clips from Inchwashtangong to ensure the music was um, authentic, which is great. We are working um, with Journey Together, or well, I guess not Journey Together anymore, that committee doesn't work, but with um, Jordan's principal, um, Sohak, and Shwashagong to translate some of the posters into Indigenous languages. So that's coming as well, which is really great. We just, yeah, we wanted to ensure that this important pillar of our community was, was represented um, and done so intentionally. So we're really, really proud of that. And then the French side of things. Mm -hmm. So one of the other third shot shoot was at La Tamise. La Tamise, yeah. La Ribanvel, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, wonderful. We got the chance to uh, follow uh, a group and an educator uh, and um, have interactions and, and to show what it is actually to be in a, in a French first language environment right. with children who don't necessarily fully speak yes. French yet. So in our case, it adds, you know, another uh, challenge, which is also a fun thing to, to, to deal with yeah. because we're teaching another language as well when the children don't, don't speak French. So we, got, we, we get some clippets of that. So that's yeah. uh, snippets, snippets. Yes. Yeah, make, uh, make up words. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, uh, I'm, I'm happy about the yeah. result. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, the educators and, and children in those clips, it's so interesting to see. You can even see within a 30-second clip the interaction with the child and the educator, you know, an, an English-speaking child. Mm. And a French one. And a French child. And the interactions between the two, it, like, it's just, it's absolutely incredible. So yeah. to get to capture that is mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was London Bridge. And then the, the fourth location was, was London Bridge, was Kathy's site. In the atelier, yeah. In the atelier, we got pretty messy. <laughs> it sure was, did. It, it was a lot of fun. It uh, we had we had a few. Um, really, it was stuff that we would have set up any given day. Except usually we just have one table set up this time. <laughs> we I think had four areas, three or four areas set up to play. So the children were just they had so much fun. They had so much fun, and us educators were. Um, following around behind them and and um, yeah I think we got some really good shots yeah absolutely yeah. and multicultural as well mm -hmm. absolutely yes. in, yeah. a, in every center yeah, that was every really center. captured yeah. Yeah. yeah 
which is representative of our community. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so we've shared about a little bit about the videos, along with that. Twenty of them. It, yeah, there's there is twenty. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sixteen in English and four in French, right? Is that am I right? Or maybe six. Or is in it French? fourteen in English and six in French? That might be. Yeah. See. Yeah, um, we also were able to capture, so so this time around, we re received the funding specific to this project. We put an expression of interest out into the community um, of marketing agencies. Is that what they're yeah. called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we're ECEs. We're, mm. not, we're not marketing experts. Yeah. Um, and quite a few had responded. We had meetings. We interviewed them. We knew the bumps in the road. We had the previous Unsung Heroes campaign. We wanted to ensure this went differently and smoothly. Um, but we know, you know, for their sake, it's difficult working with a committee. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a lot of voices. We have a lot of opinions. Uh, we need a lot of endorsement to move things forward. It's not just one person saying yay or nay. Um, so we worked with TBK this time around. Um, they had worked with LCCN previously. They worked with Rebound Bell. So we felt really comfortable. Our, website, mm -hmm. our branding, LCCM yeah. branding. Yeah. So yeah. we had a relationship. Yeah. So we felt comfortable that um, this campaign would be different. And we did what really, I think, stood out to me in the interviews um, with TBK is they said to us, well, you're no longer unsung anymore. Mm -hmm. You're heroes. Mm -hmm. And that, I remember, is what stood out to me. I think Melissa said it. And... She's right. In 2018, when we were on Sung Heroes, not that, anymore. Right. Mm. The pandemic proved that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Right. Very true. We are. We were essential service. Essential. Yeah. So that's what really stood out to me, and and I think gave me the confidence. I'm speaking for myself here, but hopefully everybody <laughs> the confidence that TBK was the right fit for this to take it to the next level. Yeah, we were on Sung Heroes. We were working for the recognition of the profession. Here's the next step. We make a big impact. You know, the thing is that between the first and the second campaign, social media just exploded. Mm -hmm. And we, I know personally I felt behind. I mean, I have my little Instagram account, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not on TikTok. And, right? So, but they knew. They were really yes. uh, experts in that experts field. In that field mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, we would like to have this and that. Oh, well, this is how you do it on social media. And so they pushed us further yeah. and brought this wave of information and vision as, mm -hmm. uh, regarding social media that I did not have yeah, personally. Which was exactly what we needed. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. if you want to capture the demographics, then that, those are the people that are going to be interested in. That's yeah. what they're going to be. So yeah. yeah, it was good. So it's very different. Instead of one two-minute video that we did for Unsung Heroes, like we said, there's 20 shorter videos less than a minute um, that are more consumable, I guess, in a, in a social media lens. Um, oh, it was a learning process. For sure. Short taglines, music for each one of them. Mm -hmm. We're like, okay, all right. <laughs> we're going along, but I yeah. think we were learning as well. For sure. I know I was learning as well as how you, you put that together yeah. and what creates a good short clip. and Very the different. The outcome is pretty good yes it is I, I did love meeting everybody at the theater to True. watch, yes, to watch the uh the launch of the of the last campaign but yeah things have changed yeah. things have changed yeah 
So we, we have 20 videos. They are live and you will likely, hopefully, see them on social media. Uh, TikTok is a new venture for us. We still have Instagram, Facebook, and we have been launching some of those videos. There's a couple located on the new website. So that was another part of the campaign. We needed to rebrand the website. So the Unsung Heroes website no longer exists. And we now have our bigimpactecec.com website live, which we moved over all of the testimonial videos that were previously created um, in the last campaign. So there's some home childcare mm-hmm. testimonial videos mm-hmm. there, French, and then we're continuing to add to those with the new footage that we received. Um, we're still piecing together some of those testimonials from the educators this round, but that's all located there as well as tons of information. So the hope is that the TikTok ads, the bus shelters, the posters will drive folks to the website. And then from there, the hope is they pursue a career in early childhood education. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the goal. And, and they stay. And they stay. And they stay and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And yes. Have lots of opportunities for growth and learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think, and back to some of the initial conversations, and an unintended mm-hmm. consequence is that when this campaign is uh, reaches out to the various audiences that we have, especially young people, but also we talked about second career and some other uh, areas of focus, people will start to see, or more people will see, what educators truly do. Okay, mm-hmm. is it ever? A conversation without me getting weepy. No. <laughs> Do I need the Kleenex, Jen? No, no, it's not that. It's not. I. That is what excites me a, a lot about this. Is I think that people will understand more about what happens in a childcare setting, the uh, the commitment that childcare operators, as well as uh, or as especially educators, have for the children, not just the group of children, every single child in their care. And they cater their learning, what they are learning from the children, and then they cater the experience for each and every individual. That, I think, is also going to have some longevity with this campaign, including getting out into the schools with it. Um, Mm -hmm. There are opportunities now where the team at Strive has all of the material that's been created and they have skills and talents that some of us don't (laughs) to manipulate not the right word what we have and and continue to make this campaign live so that initial investment can go on and on and on and not in a way that people get tired of because we can alter it change it add different language use different videos yeah there's um it's it's very exciting yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's a good point too jen because Um, And we saw it with uh, probably the initial campaign, for sure with the Unsung Heroes campaign. We're able to receive a little bit of funding. We produce this incredible thing. And then what? Like we said, we all have full time and then some jobs. So it's not like we have a person dedicated to continuing to promote um, what we've created. But this time around and with the amazing footage that was captured, our hope is that we can utilize early childhood leadership interns over the summer months, both with LCCN and Strive, to continue to edit the 
the footage that we received so that it isn't just these 20 videos and that's it. We can continue um, this legacy of Little Moments Big Impact because we don't want it to ever get stale or stagnant or anything like that. We want it to, to live on and continue to have impact beyond the launch this month. If there is a way, if you yourselves interact, audience that I cannot see, yes. <laughs> listeners, <laughs> listeners, interact with the campaign, I would invite you to spend some time reposting, Definitely. sharing, mm-hmm. commenting. Exactly. That engagement helps to build not just the outcome numbers that we will receive, but it will help it to reach out into the community. I'm making yes. a lot of hand gestures at the same time, so just picture that. Uh, Algorithm. So anything that you understand. can do to engage or interact, promote, is going to really help the sector as yeah. well. Yeah. I want to repeat the uh, website. Yeah, so the website is bigimpactecec.com or .ca, both work. Um, our social media handles are the LCCN channels. Um, we will be launching our TikTok account. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> TikTok's new to me. Um, shortly, right now, we are pushing through ads on all social media platforms. Um, so if you see, you'll probably see some ads on Google on all those platforms. Um, we'll share the CCN TikTok handle when we have that. I don't have it yet. I don't know what it is yet. TBK is working on it. But yes, if you can like, follow, share, exactly like Jen said, that's, that's huge. Behind the scenes, Joe and Jen kind of alluded to it already. Um, Olivia on the Strive team is continuing to work with high schools. She has been to two high schools now, which is really exciting, to share a bit about the campaign, a bit about a career in early childhood education and care, and uh, she's continuing to reach out to all school boards. Meet with guidance counselors is the hope. Um, continued, there's a, a course in post-secondary called Working with Infants and Young Children that's offered at some of the high schools. So she's trying to get into those classes, to talk to those students. So we're really trying to reach them pre-post-secondary. And the thing about this campaign too, which is interesting, is we're not going to see it's not like you're, we're selling something. You know, you know we're not going to see a direct sales go up from an from a Instagram ad. It's long-term. It's we're, the long game. It's the long game. Mm-hmm. So the work we're doing now, we might not see the impact for three to Couple five years. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're planting a tree. We're pl- <laughs> we, yeah. we are. We are. And we have a lot of watering to do mm-hmm. of that tree. <laughs> But we have some good seeds. We do. We've got the seeds. We've tilled the soil. (laughs) I want to wonder if, I already shared one of mine, but if you can think of one of your favorite videos of the 20. Oh, I have one. Okay, go, Nicole. Yeah, well, maybe I'm biased, but (laughs) I I like, there's a video of two little boys and one is holding small cars in his hands and you have one little boy coming to him and he says, I'd like one, right? And the little boy is gi- give, gives him one and yeah. he says, well, not that one. <laughs> and then he lets him actually pick. So you see two different cultures, two different languages and people, just these two kids getting along and hey, which, which one do you want? And it's just so organic mm-hmm. and natural and loving. 
It's my favorite. That's yeah, that is a good one. <laughs> There's one that sparks well, they, there are many, but the one that comes to mind right away was at London Bridge with the woman, the educator from Iran, oh, who was oh, hugging yes. uh, a child in her care, but saying, we're from the same country. And yes. I, I guess for me personally, I just imagine the bond in being a new citizen or immigrant in Canada, both of them, and being able to identify yeah. from previous experiences in in life. I just think that's just yeah, so beautiful. Child, it's the remarkable. Family, the educator. Everyone, oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's yeah, yeah it's beautiful. I, I'm biased. That is my favorite. Yeah. It's so <laughs> loving. It's there's yes. just an, yeah. an authenticity to it. There really it's just is. so beautiful. There really is the big hugs yes. and smiles. Yeah. They speak the same language yeah. too. Yes. That was mine, but I can come up with many more. <laughs> I enjoyed also the one from Nawashnagon because yeah. I still have not had an opportunity to get to that beautiful center oh, to yeah. be able to to see it firsthand. But I really just, it was almost a learning experience for me as well because they were talking about the different puppets and oh, yes. and um, utilizing uh, English language as well as their, their yeah. own language. And I thought... I loved the children, how they were repeating it, and they were excited about the puppets, but it was also such a great opportunity for me to learn a little bit more, yeah. and having like a bird's eye view as to what goes on within a, a, you know, within a few seconds within a, a, a circle. Yeah, yeah that was Thank beautiful. You. That mm-hmm. was a beautiful one, Or too. the boy who yeah. waters the plant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard to pick. It's hard to pick. Yeah, yes. and we can yeah. go on and on. Yes. <laughs> and some of the real moments, this goes back to something at the start about yeah. what it truly is like to be an educator yeah. and... and um, a little boy had was it a little boy that had a sore finger? It was that oh, from that little girl. Little girl. Yeah. It was so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, or the little the I know the educator. That's what I watch a, a lot. It, she was h- holding a child who had who was tired. I know yeah. enough French to know he was tired. Yeah, it's you fatigue. Is good that fun? Are you hungry? Yeah, it is. It is those moments of care. Mm-hmm. that we really tried to um, have TBK focus on because because as we know, that's central to our work. As mm-hmm. Kathy was talking about, these aren't empty vessels. We aren't teaching this. It, it ha- we have to focus, refocus on the, the biggest moments of impact in our work are these moments of care. Yeah, like kissing a boo-boo. Act and they don't fake. These genuine human genuine. experiences. Yeah. Uh, will teach children more than flashcards. Oh my gosh, yes. Writing drills. If children don't feel comfortable and don't feel loved, they're not going to have the capacity to learn. And so it's so important that the educators working with the children are giving them that confidence, that feeling of love, that feeling of belonging. Um, That is what's important. Well, and when we think about choosing a career in early childhood education and care, we aren't seeing professionals who are saying, oh, yes, I'd like to come and, and flashcard children. I want every child to know their ABCs and one, two, threes before they go to kindergarten. These aren't the type of people who are naturally drawn to a career in the early years. The people we're trying to bring into our community are the ones who do understand that helping a child put their boots on, even though that's the seventh child you've done that for today, that moment in that child's life is the biggest moment for them because it shows that they're loved. Now I'm going to cry, Jen. I'm, I'm too <laughs> pregnant for this. <laughs> it's the pregnancy hormones. They're terrible. 
But those are the moments that matter the most. So this campaign really demonstrates that because that's the type of people we want to see because it's all about the heart. It's all about care. One thing I will never forget, someone said to me when I started in, in this field 17 years ago, they said, we don't know what a child experiences at home. All we know is the impact we can have in childcare. And that impact alone is enough to change them. Yeah. Big impact. Big impact. Little, Little moments. moments. Little moments. Thank you. Thank you all so, so much for being here for your, this has been, oh, over a year now, year and a half, mm -hmm. just this campaign alone. Mm -hmm. um, and, and like we said, this is on top of everything you already do for this community. So thank you, thank you, thank you all. Thank you, London Middlesex educators, um, the centers that opened their doors to us, that welcomed us in to film there. Thank the you, Strive. <laughs> for your support <laughs> for your support yes mm, yes too. big deal big yeah. deal this was a team effort and uh very cool we are very very proud mm -hmm. so thank you thank you thank you thank you, thank you. Yay. enjoy Yay. the campaign yes <laughs> thanks so much for listening you can connect with us on Instagram at Leading Inspired Learning Pod or on our website at striveswo.ca slash podcast. I would love to have you tell a friend or colleague about this podcast. Thanks again for listening. Please join us next time.